Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another thing. thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another thing, thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Greetings, thingies. This is Darcy. Hello, and this is Kelly. Today's episode is called Black History, History and, and the State, State of the, the Circus. We didn't even plan that. <laughs> didn't even practice it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, it's Black History Month, and we thought she w- we should say something about that. And then uh, we had the State of the Union address this week, which we have lots to say about that. Right. So I, I feel like, I mean, Black History Month needs like a solemn thing. So let's start with the State of the Circus. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so here's what's interesting is that I didn't watch it live. I ended up watching it last night. And I have to say this. Anybody who wants to say Joe Biden is losing his mental faculties or sleepy Joe, la, 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 la. Cannot say that after this address. That dude was, he had a fire under his ass. Somebody lit a match under his And butt. he was, he was like improvising like the best improvisers mm-hmm. improvise. That's my favorite thing is, is the part where he just flipped the script. Oh my God. With on the, the Republicans. With the Social Security and Medicare. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a thing of beauty. Yeah. Now, to be fair, apparently the only person who used the word sunsetting, Medicare, whatever, all that stuff was Rick Scott. Oh. And that that's... went on a rampage by the media and made it sound like the entire Republican Party was like that. So when they were booing, they were like, we never said that. They were booing the word sunset. They were booing the idea that that they think that they apparently want to sunset Medicare and Medi-Cal or whatever those, you know, quote, entitlements are. So on one hand, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. But... But correct. But he even said, come to my office. I'll give you a copy. He right. has the receipts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody, somebody put that into yeah. a bill and he has the receipts. And the Republicans have been trying to, you know, cut that for decades. You know what I mean? So to be fair, only one person said we want to sunset it. And that's the thing, too. Rick Scott wants to sunset them every five years. And then if it needs to be renewed, then Congress can repass the law. It takes five years to get any law passed. <laughs> it's if like, you've watched um, Schoolhouse Rock, right? you know that. <laughs> right? It takes a long time for a bill to become a law. And it's like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But anyway, that said, they, you know, they went and did their whole you know, circus. That's the circus thing. It was like, well, it was, like it was, Parliament it was for MTG a few minutes. yelling liar in yeah. her freaking, I don't know. Uh, polar bear fur coat that maybe she shot a polar bear in Alaska one time. Oh my Did God. Did you hear what Matthew Dowd said? No. Matthew Dowd is a pundit 
on, he's very often on ABC News. He's a contributor for ABC News and he called her. And here's the thing. I have been typing for ABC News for seven or eight years now. And I still can't tell you if Matthew Dodd is a Republican or a Democrat. He's very That's good. That's the way it should be. That is the way it should That's be. That's the way newscasters should yes. be. You well, should Well, because not. he's a pundit. You know, it's like, like Anna Navarro is very, I'm a Republican pundit. You know what I mean? That's what she does. But, but she, I never could tell what Matthew Dodd was, which side he's ever on, except I know he's not a a Trump supporter. I just said his name. You did. You said it out loud. (laughs) But he called her Tanya Harding in a fur coat. And I was like, not only is that perfect, but I'm going to send him a fruit basket. So do you remember when somebody called Obama a liar on the floor and everybody clutched their pearls on both sides of the aisle? (gasps) How you don't do that. And last night, I mean, the other night, not giving it away. It was not last night. The State of the Union. It was like the freaking comedy store at the 11 o'clock show when everybody was drunk. Drunk and tired and sick of hearing not funny jokes. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it was, that's what it, it felt like. It was open to hecklers and I mm-hmm. just cannot believe Yeah. how disrespectful. Because here's the thing. Everything that came out of Trump's mouth at every state of the union for four straight years was a dirty freaking lie. But did any Democrat stand up and shout that at him? Nope. No, because we have respect for those chambers, we have respect for the office itself. And I'm and they disgusted. Were all, disgusted. I agree. Disgusted. And they were, and if they're worth their salt, they were all sitting, that's an old timey reference. If they were <laughs> worth their salt, they were all sitting there saying, okay, I'm not going to say anything now, but tomorrow I am certainly going to call that out as a lie. And that's what you do. That's what you do. You, you don't get on Twitter and say he lied. You freaking fur coat. And right. she just. I'm sorry, and I hate when people make fun of people's of women's looks in particular, but anybody's mm. looks. But some of the memes that you know compare yeah. her to a howler monkey is just and Cruella funny. Deville. You know, I saw one side to side Cruella wearing a she had a white fur coat, and who wore it better? <laughs> you know, she just, just like, is. She's just repulsive. Mm-hmm. Well, she's here's the just thing: freaking repulsive. I don't know for sure if it was real fur, but if it was. People are struggling to put food on their tables right now because of inflation. And then she has the nerve to go and complain that $174,000 a year, which she gets paid to be a representative in the house, is not enough to live on. But she shows up in a possibly real fur coat. She's getting $174. She's worth $174 most. $174,000 and she says that's not enough to live on? She says that's not enough to live on. And understanding Washington's expensive, but it's just her. Her whole family isn't living there with her. She's not got to feed her whole family. $174,000 is not enough for what to be paid. Is she and I'm like spending it on cuz the it's fur not... coats apparently. Well, I don't I don't have a doubt that it's real. It probably isn't. She probably got uh, anyway. If we are going to talk about fashion, <laughs> fashion mistakes in the Congress and the oh hall of whatever. Oh my god, what in the hell of banana splits was cinema's <laughs> dress? <laughs> like I'm like, did you like I'm here to represent Big Bird. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought What's I was that? going to the VMA awards. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to the state of the... 
What? Her fashion choices have been really odd the entire time she's been elected. Like, she's worn denim jackets. And I'm but like... both of them, I will tell uh, you, this is what happens when you are homophobic. Because okay. you do not have the gays That's help you dress. Right. They're not helping you dress. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm just like... It just blows my mind. Because if either of them had a gay friend, they would say, oh, no, girl. Girl, you can't leave the house in that. Yeah. Oh, hello, Big Bird. Hello, Banana Split. I just don't understand. The the disrespect for the hall. You know what I mean? That you're in. And and what happened to wearing suits? And women, too. Skirt suits or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just, the heckling was just out of control and just like and it wasn't just marjorie there were no no there, there were, were men you know rapey mcforehead was screaming that's oh Matt my Gates. god and you know. and they said what's his name speaker of the house dude mccarthy yeah his name I, that's the one i don't want to say he was kind of <laughs> shushing her from up there yeah well apparently that morning he told them all handle yourselves appropriately tonight before he told them he warned them and like, oh, he daddy going to be mad. Yeah. Oh, daddy going to be really mad. Well, that's mad. the thing that just shows that they have no respect for him whatsoever. He cannot handle his people. And that he knows his people. He knows his people and, he, and, and, and they don't care. They don't care. I look at that situation. I'm like, we are so screwed because they have no respect for him. There's this, this dozen, 10 to 12 people who are holding the Congress, you know, the House of Representatives hostage basically right, right now. The the extremists are holding down the whole Ugh. damn fort. And it's like... Oh, my gosh. And I just... Oh. It's a mess. It's a hot freaking mess. And it felt like watching Parliament. Have you ever watched <laughs> Parliament? It's like... The, it's oh, the so there. Yeah, and you can't understand what they're saying. Yeah, they're, they're practically like, throwing tomatoes at each other. What? And I was do, like... Do, do, do. That is this what we've reduced ourselves to, you know, that we have um, no respect and decorum I, whatsoever. Well, MTG is just, just getting ready to be Trump. I'll take from you. I won't say his mm, name. Thank you. His yeah. vice president pick. Well, here's a, that's oh what she's God. whoring herself out for. I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh, that's exactly what she's whoring what herself out for. What a freaking nightmare. And here's the thing, too. In the same video that she was complaining about how much she makes, she's talking about how hard it is to be a, a member of the house and how you don't get to be a regular person. You're away from your family all the time. And, and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, then you shouldn't have run for a second term if it was that hard. You know, it's like, why... Clearly, this woman just wants to be internet famous. She just <laughs> doesn't give I, a crap about just, the people. I, I, I and oh, there's just so much. <laughs> there's so much. I know. I'm Let's so talk about the good stuff. Okay. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. the good stuff. Well, one of the quotes I took out was, and this was about after the whole January 6th thing, mm-hmm. and he talked about, you know, how it was like one of the biggest assaults on democracy since i don't know i think the 1800s i think pretty much he said or something like that Mm -hmm. and he said democracy must not be a partisan issue it's an Mm -hmm. american issue absolutely and then he talked about how the violence against nancy pelosi's husband when the guy of course was looking for nancy pelosi and how the republicans were like oh no he's gay and it was a trick gone wrong and it just all of these lies And it was proven it was just somebody trying to kill Nancy Pelosi Mm. and her husband was the next best thing. Yeah. It's disgusting. It was 
Yeah. I mean, that his, what he talked about was not disgusting, but that act. Yeah. So positive stuff. Uh, Tyree's I'm, parents. Yes, Tyree's, Tyree's parents were there. And I, there were several things that he said about, you know, law enforcement and how we need to come together yes. on reform. And everybody was clapping to that. The bipartisan clapping there, you know, that made me feel hopeful. There right. were a few things that he said where everybody was like, yes. And then, of course, he, you know, flipped the tables on them about the, you know, Medicare, Medicaid stuff. That was a thing And was like, beauty. so we're all in agreement, right? Right. You know, so no, we they take can't this... do anything about it. And he you said, know? Oh, yeah, he said, we could take this off the table, right? Right, it's off the table. Oh, my God, that and was I a was thing like, bada of bing, freaking bada boom. Don't think for one second. He's Did sleepy, Did you know Joe. that wasn't in his script? Not at you all. You know it wasn't. And That's he has I'm... the faculties to come back and be like, boom, mic drop. And I was like, all right. All right, Uncle Joe. And I love when they were all standing up and applauding, and I'm like, they mm-hmm. cannot do anything now because yep. they stood and applauded. Yep. That was a thing yeah. of beauty. So there were a lot of things. I love that he was he was very energetic and very he didn't even stutter that much. No, not you know? too much. And which is always a thing that the Republicans like to, you know, glom on to that they, they think he's stupid and they think he's Losing his mind well, because the man has I had a stutter his whole life. Somebody said that it was, he was just regurgitating what was on the teleprompter and he sounded like he was medic. Uh, I didn't drugged. see him looking at a teleprompter. Did you see the ginormous book he put in front of him on the podium that had everything written in? Like, that was his speech. He had this big old book. You know, and I was like, I didn't see him looking at a teleprompter. I saw no. him looking at the people in the chamber, you know? And I was just like really proud at that moment. I was like, you go. And that he, he knows we've got problems in this country. Inflation sucks, but I'm glad he took a moment because I didn't feel like this last year. I'm glad he took a moment to pat himself and his administration on the back for all the things that they have done. You know, it's like they've done, they've gotten a lot of stuff done despite the constant cock blocking of the Republican Party. She dinged herself preemptively before she even said cock. (laughs) Oh, I have to ding myself too. Okay. But yeah, I, I was glad that they finally were like, you know, this is what we've accomplished for you. Yeah. And hang, and basically, hang on a little bit. It's going to get better. And that's... Right. It will but get they better. Also, he also acknowledged that, I mean, there, mm-hmm. everything has gone up. And yeah. it's, you know... Yeah. But I felt like he was saying, look, we're doing our best. We are trying our best for you. Right. And I love that he was like, I said I'd be the president for everybody. And reiterated that. He's, and, and he's so trying. Know. And they just won't let him. Yeah. So... Oh. Anyway. So what do you all feel? Yeah. Not just Sue. Thank you, Susan, for, <laughs> for yeah. oh my gosh, for responding and mm-hmm. responding. And by the way, we have not forgotten what you DM'd us about those other issues. We're going to do a show on that. So don't think that fell on deaf ears. There was a DM. I can't get into the DMs on our page for some I reason. I will explain but, it to okay. you and we will do a show on that because okay. that was really good. I believe one of the McCormick's also commented i'm sorry boys i can't remember which one of you made some comments and i've been really crazy busy with business this week and i i generally try to come in and respond to 
those of you who take time out of your lives, your busy lives to interact with us. And we thank you so much. And I try to, but I've, I've had a crazy busy week, but I, I will try to get better about that. We will get better about responding to your responses because we yes, keep asking Yes, because we really them. appreciate it. Yes, and it we does do. not go on deaf ears. I promise you. Yes. We love our fans and... All dozen of you. Exactly. And that might be an... Ex- an, an, yes. <laughs> an exaggerated number. Of, of fives of you. Yes. Um, so please weigh in on what you thought. Yeah. What did you think was hear. good? What did you, what did you, I want to hear what you liked about what the president had to say. What made, did it make you feel, how did you, how did you feel after the state of the union other than probably disgusted by the behavior of certain people, yeah. but what it did, what, it, it did it empower you? Did you feel like, and if you are, and I don't think at this point we have any Republicans right. listening to this, but if you are, yeah, and you have stuck with us this I far, I think my stepmom listens once far. in a while. I'd be very interested to hear, you know, what you thought of it. I mean, did you go away with thinking that he just lied the whole time, like Lauren Boebert did, <laughs> you know, or anybody who was on the conservative? part of things you know we really want to hear from you yeah we welcome you listening and we welcome your challenges you know the only way we can get through this like the the, the singular message of the state of the union was like let's do this together let's do this together let's meet together when i put down my neck economic plan republicans please give me yours let's work on this together well and that's the stuff always, that they all clapped for he has always been let's meet across the aisle because mm-hmm. even before he got elected he was known for his yeah. diplomacy across the aisle. Yeah. And we have to get back to this. We really that, do. This, this us and them thing, it's you guys, it disgusting. is going to destroy this country. It's going to destroy this country. It is. And then it's going to go to the Green Party. And then we're all going to smell like patchouli and be smoking <laughs> weed and <laughs> eating. Um, I cannot handle a country full of patchouli smelling people. I'm sorry. We're going to be That's patchouli my foot smelling, down. pot smoking, <laughs> emu eating, egg people. And we don't want that. I mean, those people are fine. But I'm God just telling you. <laughs> We also don't, yeah, we don't want to be living in yurts and not wearing right. shoes. Right, right, right. So come on, people. Come on, let's do this. Okay, um, okay. I think, did we finish up I the think State we've of the Union? exhausted that circus part of the show. So I did a little deep dive. We know some of the people, like the main people for Black History Month. You know, we yeah, know. Yeah, sorry we're a little late starting on it. Our start of the year is, is a little... Yeah, it yeah. was a little... Um, but we want to honor that it is Black History absolutely. Month. Absolutely. So, so the first person, and this woman was freaking amazing. Her name's Rebecca Crumpler. Crumpler. She was born in 1831, and she was the first African-American woman to be a doctor of medicine. In those days, y'all, she went to medical school. Wow. Um, She was also one of the first female physicians to write a book. And in 1883, she wrote a book called Book of Medical Discourses. And it was all about mothers and nurses and how to take care of Infants with a concentration on maternal and pediatric care. Wow. So before Dr. Spock, before any of these people, this woman wrote this. And it's pretty much what all of these other doctors' books have been based off of. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Uh, Okay. 
Go so, ahead. Keep going. <laughs> she graduated from medical school at a time that not only very few black people were admitted, let alone black women. Right. Women of any color. Right. Yeah. But, okay. She first practiced in Boston, and she mostly cared for poor women and children. Wow. That was what she wanted to do, is do, like, postpartum care and, like, nutrition care and everything for children. And then after the Civil War, she moved to Virginia, where she set up a clinic to provide care for um, freed slaves wow. who had so many health issues when they were freed, all of all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're freed. And so to this day, she has a medical sorority for black women named after her at the University of Syracuse. Syracuse? Like New York? Yes. Well, that's my Not Syracuse like Greece. Or, I don't or, think yeah. there is a Syracuse otherwise. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, amazing. That I is mean, amazing. I mean, I just, I shortened it, but I did a deep dive into this woman's life, and it was freaking amazing. And her name again is? Rebecca Crumpler. Okay. Thank uh, you, Rebecca. Yeah, I Dr. know. Dr. Crumpler. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we That's should. That's amazing. Um, okay. Wow. So we all know Rosa Parks, right? We know yep. the story in Mobile, Alabama, and she refused. Right. But do we know hmm, that nine months before Rosa Parks didn't get up, a 15-year-old girl named Claudette Colvin refused to give up her seat, too? I heard this at some point in my life the last couple of years. Yeah, that Rosa was not actually the first. Keep going. A 15-year-old girl? 15-year-old girl. <gasps> and a white man said that she needed to get up and go to the back of the bus. And she said no. And the bus driver stopped the bus and demanded she move. And she said, and this is a quote, I paid my fare. It is my constitutional right to sit here. Wow. At 15 years old. A ballsy little girl. So then they, uh, she was arrested. The, well, somebody went to the payphone or whatever. I don't know. In those days, it had to be a payphone or mm. was it, and, yeah, I don't know, or a beat cop. She was arrested and dragged off the bus. But she was later one of the key witnesses in the federal lawsuit Browder versus Gale, which eventually ended segregation on public transportation in Alabama. Wow. And one more, which I have never heard of this woman, Hang and on. it's a shame what that was I... the young girl's name again? Sorry. Oh, thank you. No, I'm glad you. I just really want us to hear that we need to say Claudette their name. Claudette Colvin. Claudette Colvin. Okay. May you, I'm sure, rest in peace at this point, or maybe not. Maybe not. If she was 15, she might still be alive. Yeah. I Let's put a pin up. in that. We'll yeah. find out. Okay. I'm surprised it didn't say. We'll when get I was our re our researchers should have told us. Jolene. <laughs> okay, and finally, and I love this. Alice Coachman was the first black woman to win a gold medal at the Olympics in London in 1948. She mm -hmm. set the record for the high jump at five feet, six and one eighth inches, okay. which means she jumped over your head. Darcy. Oh, way over my yeah. head. <laughs> so I was thinking about this. I'm five two on a really good day. So, so she's I, like, she could jump over me. I was thinking with about spare, this. room to spare. When I, uh, when I was researching this, I'm like, so she jumped over Darcy with four <laughs> inches to spare. Yes. <laughs> that would freak my ass out. Oh, but doesn't that just give you the idea of how high she jumped? That's crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. And this is really cool. And I can't believe this happened. So four years later, she became the first black female to endorse an international product when she was signed on to be the Coca-Cola spokesman. No shizzle. 
Right. So I, wow. I'm shocked in 1952 that Coca-Cola had a black female yeah. spokesperson. So I'm thinking, and African-American people let us know, or I could, you know what? Don't let us know. I will do the research myself. Well, now I know there are different ads for different communities, right? Sure. Yeah. So was this... They make ads to target whatever community they want to, and they run the ads in those communities. So I'm wondering, but I think that is amazing. Yeah, So in her career, she won 34 national titles. Holy crap. She was officially inducted into the Track and Field Hall of Fame in 1975 and the Olympic Hall of Fame in 2004. Why don't we ever hear about these people? I know. This is what I want to know. Why are there not stadiums named after Alice Coachman or, like... Running shoes. There should be like Air Alice Coachman shoes. Yeah, or just, just even in class, like it's the same bunch of black people, and they deserve every. You know, uh, Robinson, Jackie. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we all know the, the the names that come up all the time, but in most cases, it seems to me the more I learn and the, the more I dive into actual black history that I never learned in school is that there was always somebody who tried first, and then somebody who was successful. Well, and, and that's then, why... And not to take away from anything from the people course. who were successful at it, but it's like, we're not learning about the people who tried first, even, and who were the really brave right. ones. Well, that's why when I was researching this, I wanted... To, I purposely picked people I'd never heard of, and I yeah. did a deep dive into these people I had mm. never heard of, because, like you said, they deserve. And it's Alice Coachman is the Alice last Coachman. one. And mm-hmm. please look up. Just, you know. There are so many amazing, amazing people of color. that amazing. Have, yeah. that It's just disgusting how little we know about people of color doing amazing well, things. Well, because you know? they're not going to talk about critical race theory anymore, are they? Well, they never did in public schools. Not because when. it's a... It's a freaking college course, y'all. So this critical race theory nonsense is just a dog whistle for the racists in the Republican Party. One of which is, mm, I don't know, Governor Ron DeSantis, who's refusing to allow, what was it? Oh, now don't say my... gay DeSantis? No, he just... Um, no, I know. Decide, yeah, don't say gay DeSantis. I call him Death Santis because of his stupid COVID protocols. As no protocols. As no protocols. As, yeah, no masks, no anything. But he just said, what was it he's not going to allow uh, the, the uh, oh, no AP Black Studies courses in high school. What? In the state of Florida. And I'm like, if it's AP, it's supposed to be a college level course. Right. That's the whole point of AP. Yeah. And it's not even a critical race theory class. It's Black Studies. Studies. So if somebody wants to go to college and have their major be black studies, they can't get a head up, a leg up, because they're not allowed to have this course in the state of Florida anymore. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like you could not scream, I'm a raging racist louder. How do you say you're racist than without that? saying you're a racist? It's like, I, Although it's he despicable. Has, it's despicable. Like this man isn't even trying. To look like he cares about anybody but white people. Well, and we've said it before, but just the glory of Trump trying to tear him. They're, they're killing their own. They're eating mm. their own. 
Trump, what did he say? He showed a picture of him as a teacher. He tweeted a picture. Well, not even tweeted or on his own. What is it? Liar.com. Yeah. Ah! Liar.com. Um, Liar social. A yes. picture of DeSantis with some of his students when he was a teacher and they're underage oh, and they're drinking. Whoa, and he's really? like, oh, isn't that nice? DeSantis drinking beers with students that he's cuddling up to or whatever it was. So then somebody else said, oh, did Trump just call DeSantis out as a pedophile? Anyway, and they're just eating their own. I, you know what? I hope, I hope DeSantis throws his hat in the ring because what a popcorn flick it will be for them to debate each other. There, I would have to have a megaton of popcorn with extra butter to mm-hmm. watch what's going on there. They're going to destroy Trump each other. Trump keeps saying that if he runs, he will be, a, you know, whatchamacallit, a, I helped him get elected. So if he runs, he will be, <laughs> what's the big word? Anyway, against him and I can't, a traitor. A traitor. That's the big word. What the? Yeah, they are eating their own. It's just, it's such a hot mess right now. And it's just going to get worse as, you know, as things go. But one thing I also wanted to mention as a kind of a little segue from the Black History Month thing is, you know, my side hustle, which hopefully will be done by the end of this year. I'm trying to stop doing it. Transcribing for ABC News. I don't know if y'all watch ABC News. I don't know if y'all watch GMA3, What You Need to Know, which is the third hour of Good Morning America. It used to be hosted by TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, two very respected journalists in their fields, and found out they were having, um, well, I don't want to say they were having an affair. Because they were both not married at the time, right? Well, that's the question, is that right. they they fell for each other, we don't know if they did anything about it till they were it's separated from their respective it's spouses. It's questionable as if they started before they separated from their spouses or not. Because nobody's done that in the history of anything in television. Anything ever. Right. <laughs> the history of anything ever. And so I think here's the thing about this situation is that first off, when the news came out, a private investigator got pictures of them leaving from a weekend in upstate New York private. Like they were very careful about how they acted in public. Right. They, didn't they act weren't in like, hey! Yeah. So a private investigator stalked them and got pictures of them. And that's how the Do news broke. Do we know broke. Who, who was hired by a spouse or by the. The it, network. I believe I heard, I don't know this for sure, but I believe I heard that one of the. Sp- the the rumor is Andrew Shu, who is Amy's soon to be ex, hired the private investigator. So oh. he may have had a suspicion or something like that, which makes sense because Amy and TJ are were and still are, I'm assuming, really good friends. And they did a lot of things together as friends and with work. The rumor is when they went over to over the Queen's uh, 75th Jubilee, that that's when the affair officially started. So maybe he had some, but their families did stuff together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they barbecued together and yeah. stuff like that. So the rumor is Andrew had a suspicion. His wife, from what I can tell, is it, it Andrew sounds Shue, like, like Elizabeth like Shue's Elizabeth brother, Shue's brother dude? Like Melrose Place, Andrew Oh Shue. my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Who cheats on that guy? Look at that face, Angelic. Right? But what's his name? It's not so... 
No, and that's the he's thing. not well, so hard too. to look at either. They say, well, I had a crush on TJ from minute one. I I always loved TJ. Come to find out, he's pretty much a dog. He's been cheating on his wife. He's been fiddling around in the intern pool, NBC or ABC and stuff like that. Yeah. Rumor has it he's a dog, which is very disappointing to me. Yeah. So Uh, why would she even? And she apparently was blindsided. I'm like, seriously? (laughs) Okay, lady. But so it's, it's a mess of a situation. But the thing is... I feel like ABC made a bigger mess out of it than it had to be. I agree. They yanked them off when the news broke. They had two days on the show and then they yanked them off the air and they said it was going to be for a week. Then it's two weeks. Now it's three weeks. Now it's four weeks. Now you've got the poor man's version of Amy and TJ. You've now got this lady named Rhiannon and Allie who was beautiful. And then you have DeMarco Morgan, who is another light skinned, handsome black man. And I feel like it's, it's too weird you know, that they had these specific... Oh, we have to replace them. Exactly, with, with clones. Let and they're me trying... ask you something. Do you yeah. think it would have been as much a Kirk Fluffle if um, we're both white? Do you think this well, that's is racial where I was motivated? Going with it. Oh, I I'm sorry. That's okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I feel like ABC made a bigger deal out of it by yanking them off the air. Because in those two days, they didn't really show me anything other than their regular selves. They always had a great chemistry together. And I feel like ABC yanking them off the air like that to decide what to do moving forward, quote, Ugh, doing air quotes. Forward. I feel like if they just left them on the air, it would have blown over in a week and nobody would have given a shit except yep. the spouses and the families, which is, is who it should really be. This isn't a power disparity. Yeah. They both were on equal footing. It's not like TJ with the intern pool. You know what right. I mean? This or is like too Matt Lauer as, with the, yeah. You know, yeah, sexually harassing anybody. This is not a Me Too situation. No, so it's my a feeling consensual, is, yeah. It's consensual. It's two adults consenting. Maybe they're garbage people if they cheated on their spouses with each other. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean they can't perform their jobs. Because how many people in the history of any job done? I, I don't yeah. sleep a lot. So last night <laughs> I did, I clicked on one of those things like 40 biggest scandals in Hollywood. Right. And I read it and oh my God, since the twenties. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Claudette Colbert got impregnated by this guy and had to have an, a, a, oh yeah. my gosh, this is nothing new. Yeah. And like, as we can tell, you know, like, let's look at Clinton. Obviously. Oh my gosh. A dog, a garbage person, but he was a good president. Yep. You know, any president who leaves with no debt in the, you know, for America, no debt. I'm like, he did a good job, you know, whether you agree with all his policies or not. It's like sometimes it doesn't matter how crappy the person is. They can still do their job. And my thing is, you can still do your job. Correct. But if you leave the Clintons if you leave um, victims behind and don't acknowledge them or whether in private or whatever right and I don't know the case with this because you said it hasn't actually Mm -hmm. come out whether they were right already people go back and back and forth about it but and and then there's understanding that some people are like well you have to be able to trust your news people I'm like nobody's been able to trust a news person for at least two decades at this point what about (laughs) presidents Or presidents, yeah. It's like right? presidents so, have had mistresses since I'm sure Washington had a mistress. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. They all had mistresses. What's his but name? But my feeling is, sorry, I hope yeah. you'd have been no, 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 my no. feeling is this would not be as big of a deal if TJ were a white guy. 
I really okay, so don't that's, think. So that's, that's what, what I was saying, asking. Is that, that it's yeah, biracial? Like because this is a biracial situation, there's more, more going on, and more scrutiny than than there needs to be. And yeah. I also feel like you know, corporations. Where does it stop with with your employer being the morality police? Yep. When do you get to have a private life at all? And the slightest little thing you do could end up getting you fired. Correct. But unless you are, that's a really good point. But unless you are in, um, there are some things like I know sports have a morality clause. Yeah. I don't know if the news, they could no, very they well <laughs> have a morality clause. Of course they do. Anybody on screen, I would say does. Then there's your answer. But I would also say how how uh, I kind of have a problem with morality clauses too. I agree. Because if, like, if you, you can sign perform it, your job separate from being a douchebag of a human being in real life and you can keep that quiet, that's the thing. You got to keep that separate and not let people find out about it. Like these two could have quietly divorced their spouses. They could have quietly been secretive about their relationship. Six months after the fact, they could go out and say, hey, we're dating and it would have been fine. Like, you know, Mika, but the, but what's the, it, Mika and Joe Scarborough. Right. Is that his last name? Scarborough? Uh, may, maybe. You know, they were together. Nobody bothered them. I don't know yeah, if they were married at the time they got together, to be, but they're yeah. two white people. But there are so many people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's so, a conundrum for sure. It is because... The morality clause, I understand, is there. So if you have a public persona that you are not, you know, seen like tarred in the in the public's eye. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't either. I just kind of feel like ABC made a bigger deal out of it than they than they needed to by pulling them off the air. Yeah. I think if they let them stay on the air, this nobody would be talking about this anymore. Right. You know. So anyway, and I definitely think that race is part of the issue. I, I really do. I think if TJ was a white guy, it would have been handled a different way. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I don't why think I asked they would have question. taken him off the yeah. air at all. I don't. Hmm. So anyway. Do any of you watch it? <laughs> what do you guys what think? What do you think? I might be just droning on about a show that nobody else watches, but because it's part of my job. <laughs> but what, you do know? You, what do you all think about the morality clause? Because yeah. that's interesting, too. And I mean... Like, how far does it have to go? That's my question. How far should a morality clause go until it's invading the privacy of an individual? Well, and it also seems to me that in sports, because there's always a morality mm -hmm. clause, they never bring it into effect until it's been so bad. Yeah. Because well, then, look at this. Here's another example. Michael Vick. And another thing. Yeah. And another thing. Went to frickin' prison for dogfighting, and he got to play in the NFL when he came back again. And Colin so Kaepernick to me. bent on a fucking knee. Mm-hmm. And he, and he his still has no open. job. He's oh, doing fine get as a producer, though. He's, don't get I know. Yeah, he's I know. Doing all right, don't get but still. me started on that, but yeah, we got to wrap up at this point. The mor morality clause is yeah. just... How uh, far? When is too far? How far is too far is my yeah. question with morality clauses. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's like at some point your job should not be dictating your life for you. And okay. And he's retired now so I could talk about it. But Ben Roethlisberger from the Steelers raped a woman in a bathroom and he played <gasps> for another 10 seasons. So oh whatever. Oh my Lord. And that's not the only, I mean, there are. And then uh, there's Kobe, but we're not going to talk about that. God, God, he's, yeah. you don't, we don't talk. We're not talking dead. about, yeah. no. No, but that's a whole other show. But anyway, 
We should wrap up now. <laughs> yes. We should shut our pie holes. Thank yes. you for listening. Thanks, you guys. We appreciate you so and much. And please weigh in. Yes. Until uh, next time, stay safe, stay stain. <laughs> no, stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and <laughs> helpful. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. You've been listening to And Another Thing with Darcy and Kelly. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave a review on the platform you're listening at. You can follow us online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Another Thing TV. Thanks, Thanks for, for your, your support. support.